Hi guys and welcome to episode 20 of the In The Hub podcast, brought to you by Playbox Technology UK. In this week's episode, we speak to Maurice Marshall from the Public Broadcasting Corporation of Jamaica. PBC Jamaica focuses on providing a wide range of educational, informational and entertainment based content to the people of Jamaica. If you do enjoy this episode, don't forget to drop us a rating on Apple Podcasts or follow us over on Spotify. So, Maurice, thank you for joining us on the In The Hub podcast today. How are you? I am very well. Glad to be here. So, Maurice, we'll just get straight into the questions then, if that's okay with you. Sure. How did you begin your career in broadcasting and what was your background like? Well, that's a funny story. In high school, I was um, a mechanical engineering student. I studied automotive technology back in high school, but then left high school and went into other fields. So I was in, um, in catering for a while, but then I got into ICT. So um, that's actually my background. So I actually came into broadcasting from a, from an ICT background. Started as a computer repairman, you know, rose through the ranks, um, designing and administering networks, that kind of stuff. So you really got it. It sounds like you really got an understanding of the technical aspects of broadcasting, and you, you kind of built your way up from there. Yes, I did. Luckily for me, um, I when I, I got into IT on the hardware side, and then later on, I actually got into video productions in my local church. So for a while I edited the, the, the television shows and helped with the recordings and so on. So I kind of got grounding um, from that level. Yeah, yeah. So it sounds like you really got a feel for all of the aspects of broadcasting really, didn't you? I have, I have a good appreciation of both sides. Yes. Yeah. Sounds really good, Maurice. So, you know, could you give us some of the history behind PBC Jamaica, um, the Public Broadcasting Corporation of Jamaica? And how did the station begin broadcasting? The PBCJ came out of a situation where there was a, a station called Jamaica Broadcasting Corporation, the JBC, and that was sold in the 90s, I think around 1996, to what is now um, known as Radio Jamaica or the Television Jamaica. When that happened, the government gave a commitment to come out of um, commercial broadcasting, but they retained the right to be involved in public service broadcasting. And that was the basis of, of PBCJ. The PBCJ is essentially Jamaica's public service broadcasting system. We have been um, pushing content since uh, 2007 consistently. Um, actually, early 2006. But since 2007, we have been pushing content 24 hours a day. Presently, we are 52 members, staff members strong. Um, we get our content out through the various subscriber television or what we call cable television operators. So we're not free to air at this at this point in time. So we are we are looking and waiting for the digital switchover to happen here in Jamaica so that we can be fully free to air because based on where the technology is right now, it wouldn't uh, it would be foolhardy to go and go buy analog equipment when the digital market has has, has gone away it has yes, gone right yeah. now. So, so what what kind of content do you guys provide, and has this changed over time? So, what kind of shows do you air? Oh, that's an interesting question, Neil. PBCJ essentially, as you know, public service broadcasters are supposed to provide a particular kind of content. They're supposed to provide the the, the whole story, the, the the two sides. So, whereas you will hear a thirty seconds or a two minutes soundbite in the news of a story, you come to a public service broadcaster like PBCJ or a PBS, you're going to get a full feature as to what happened. You know, maybe even a follow-up that kind of situation. So a large part of our remit is the preservation and the um, promulgation of local arts, culture, 
preservation of, of, of values and attitudes and to help in the promotion of those, those kinds of things um, that are going to build the character of the country and of the people and to help to expose the people to content that they may not necessarily be able to, to get or, or be seen in the, in the regular commercial space. So we do a lot of government information. That is not to say political information, <laughs> although there is some political information. Yes, so we cover consistently the parliament. We cover every sitting of the parliament. We cover every sitting of the Senate. We cover every sitting of, of all committees of the parliament. We also cover um, the sittings of the cabinet press briefings, which comes from the office of the prime minister here in Jamaica. And we cover major ministry activities. So like knowing COVID time, every time there's a COVID press briefing from the Ministry of Health, we cover that, we cover those information. Initially, we weren't broadcasting 24-7, but I can tell you it has changed significantly where there's no an appetite for the content that we are pushing to the point where if the if they if the show is supposed to start at a particular time and it has not started because someone else is late, our switchboard just goes crazy. Is the parliament coming? What's happening? Why isn't it started as yet? We get those kind of questions. Um, so there is actually a very strong appetite for um, that kind of stuff. And I can tell you, we are talking about for sitting on the parliament, that could be anywhere from from three to six hours. Uh, for sitting of the Senate, that again could be the same anywhere from, from three to six hours. And on a special occasion, like for the budget, that could go to as much as 10, 12 hours. For the committee meetings, we cover at least three committees every week. And that is another maybe anywhere between four to six hours of live content per day. <laughs> so, um, so we do quite a bit of that kind of stuff. Plus, we, we also cover internal productions. So while, while that's happening, we're doing internal productions, we actually produce a news feature that's now being broadcast not only here in Jamaica, but in several other parts of the Caribbean, being brought, being brought on our Caribbean partner stations and so on. So um, it is a typical public broadcasting service, bringing information, news, and material that is relevant to the people and will help to uplift and modify. And right now, Neil, very exciting things happening right now is that we are looking very shortly to actually start a dedicated um, channel that will be strictly for education as part of our response to fill in the education gap as a result of COVID-19. Sounds absolutely fantastic, Maurice. I think that, you know, the next question, I think we, we segue into that a little bit. So, you know, what, what is the mission and the vision of PBC Jamaica and what do the station and these channels seek to achieve? What we are hoping to do um, when, we, when we talk about what a public service broadcaster is actually supposed to do, you know, we have a specific mandate. And on our website, pbcjamaica.org, it will tell you that we were created by an act of parliament in 1997 and show the various things we're supposed to do. We provide encouragement for propagation of positive values and attitudes within the society, for the development of education and training, dissemination of news, information, and ideas on matters of general public interest, protection of the environment, the development of literary and artistic expression, among other things. So that's among the things that we really are tasked with, with doing. In terms of our, our mission and our vision, our vision is to be categorized um, or to be, to be recognized as a catalyst for positive change 
through production and exhibition of creative, credible, and inspiring programming. So that's our, our vision, to be recognized as the catalyst for positive change through production and exhibition of creative, credible, and inspiring programming. And our mission is of providing quality broadcasting services to the widest cross-section of the population and the diaspora, facilitating the articulation of content and views through private and public sectors by allowing free expression for the arts, culture, education, and cultural affairs. So that's, that's our mission and vision as they are explicitly stated. And part of what we do as public service broadcaster is to not just expose content and expose persons to content they would be regularly accustomed to, but to provide an avenue for young broadcasters, for young production producers to, to hear their content. So you may not have the, the funds to, to go to the commercial station, but you have an idea or you have programming that fits within the remit of what we're required to do. We are the space that you can come to to say, I have this content, we'd like to get this out. How can we partner? That might be in terms of you producing the content and giving it to us. It might be in terms of it's your idea. We provide technical services, so we may provide editing facilities or we may provide you with a camera or something to assist with the production and then we get to broadcast the production as well. So that's part of what we do. So we help with the promotion of on, on, and unearthing of young and new talent within the production scene as well. Yeah. So it's, it's almost for the people, by the people as well. So it's really, you know, the whole ethos. That's exactly it. what it is about. Yeah. It's all just to benefit the people of Jamaica. And uh, yeah, like you said, educate, yes, inform, you know, and just inspire creativity, which I, I think is, is a brilliant thing. I think it's absolutely, absolutely brilliant. So, Maurice, I know you were talking earlier a little bit about, um, you know, if, say, a, a Senate hearing, you know, goes over and this switchboard goes crazy. But but what are some of the kind of everyday challenges of running a TV station <laughs> that people might forget? Um, you are in the media business, so I, I guess you can appreciate. But there are severe challenges. So, for example, when the PBCJ was formed, we didn't get the kind of infrastructural support to set up the way it, it, it should have been set up originally. So we kind of evolved over time. So, so I'll give you an example. Um, in broadcasting, you have what's called a stop and dump. So if something, so to control profanity and that kind of stuff situation. For years, I worked without that piece of equipment in, in hand. I can tell you more than that. We have come a far away because for about three to four years, we were broadcasting from an editing timeline and that was that was that was that was master control <laughs> so i had i had no yeah. i could go to live or i could stay on the timeline or i could play a dvd one of the things the public wouldn't wouldn't understand is that behind the scenes there's a lot of gymnastics that has to go on um in order to keep that content flowing and keep that content on the air and for us as a public service broadcaster here in Jamaica, initially not being equipped with all the tools required for television broadcasting, we had to get very creative. So that means you don't have a single job. You have three, four jobs. You might think you're the network engineer, but you are also the broadcast technician. 
you may also need to be the master controller. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and what that has done for us is that it has it kind of it humbles people in a way, doesn't it? It, it does. Uh, but it also makes our, our staff very resilient because it has increased skill set over time. Yes. You you do things now that you've not been able to do before. So you may need you need to know how to to cut a show, a simple cut a show, put that on a timeline, that kind of situation. Timing is an issue that you have to be very mindful of. So for example, the parliament is some miles away. We have a connection to the parliament. They are supposed to start at 1400 hours. That's a schedule. But that doesn't mean they're going to start at that time. You have to know how to fill content and how to get in and be able to get that content out there as if this was all planned, you know? Um, so for us, we had to be very creative. So at one point, we had to have like two different computers. So you'd have your fillers that was going on and you have your main program and then you'd have to know you have your, your two-minute vignettes and your, that kind of stuff to fill in just so that you can stay on track so that when they're actually ready to go live, you are actually ready to switch to that so that it seemed like you got this thing all in control. It's just seamless. Yep. Yes, yep. absolutely. And it's all about that finished product as well, isn't it? So, you know, I've got a lot of respect for you guys, like you said, getting creative, getting scrappy with it and then pulling through. And now you've all got this unique skill set uh, where you can, you know, chip in and help each other with, with various different tasks as well. Um, I think that's absolutely brilliant. That's right. So uh, I hate to ask the question, Maurice, but how has COVID-19 impacted any of the work that you guys do at, at PBC Jamaica? And how have you overcome these challenges? Um, well, let me tell you, Neil, um, those challenges have been severe. Luckily for us, internally, we have, we, we have managed to stay safe for the most part. But we do have persons that fall within some of those high-risk categories that are members of our staff. And so we have had to implement work-from-home procedures. And that works in some respects, but in other respects, it has increased the risk because it now means that some members of our staff has to physically be out there in the space whenever and wherever there is actually um, an event happening. You know, so we have to be in that space. It has affected us in terms of showing up some weaknesses and also in terms of um, also highlighting our skill set. So that's in terms of right now, we have people that's working from home. I have editors that are that, that are editing remotely. One thing it has done is showed us the need for, for additional bandwidth and to increase our ICT infrastructure. Because now the, the, the need for live productions, Zoom-based productions have increased. And so now rather than, than, than pushing um, six hours of streamed content per day, Sometimes we're doing 12, 14 hours, sometimes multiple simultaneous events, you know? So, so really for me, one of the biggest challenges have been that my requirement for bandwidth has, has gone up five times. So Maurice, I noticed that PBC Jamaica has got quite a big presence um, across various social media channels. So obviously uh, the usual suspects, Facebook, um, you know, streaming over there and on, on YouTube and stuff like that. So how important, do you think social media is as a tool um, for the TV channels of, of our time? How, how does social media help PBCJ to, to achieve its goals? Social media is a big tool, a massive tool, actually. In the case of PBCJ, we are particularly um, proud of what we've been able to do with, with our social media um, presence right now. And this is against the background of the fact that if you don't have cable 
TV in Jamaica, you don't have PVCJ. If you don't have, and it's, if you're not, if you say, so if you can't afford to pay for a cable subscription with one of the various 40 plus providers, you won't be able to see PVCJ. We do broadcast all our live events to our Facebook and, and, our, and our YouTube pages. But because of changes in the last couple of years, copyright issues, we don't broadcast the entire station. So far, our social media has, has, has been a significant game changer. We're talking about thousands of people that we are reaching, particularly on Facebook, YouTube, and on Instagram. And it provides for a space where persons who don't have cable subscription can actually get to, to see what's happening on PBCJ. So it has it has it has grown significantly. Just this Sunday night, we had we had one event that we were partnering with another ministry agency, and we may not have been widely publicized at the time prior. We had thousands of persons logging on on Facebook, and and a couple hundred people logging on on YouTube to help while other members of the team had the same thing on their pages. So for us, everybody is looking for data. Data is not the big thing. A person will, will, will more quickly um, put on some data to go see YouTube and that kind of thing. And because of this, PPC is able to take advantage of the social media ideas and push them. So um, rather than pushing the entire 30 minute newscast, you can pull the five minute story and push that to YouTube and we can we can promote things. Um, this is gonna premiere at this particular point in time. So persons can can look forward to that. So it has helped us and we see where our numbers have grown. We're now over 44, 49,000 plus subscribers um, on YouTube. And I and and we have similar, if not higher, numbers on Facebook. So we, we're doing we're doing pretty well. And all of this, I must say, is all native. We're not doing any SEO. We're not. We're not. We're not paying anybody for, for increased views. We're not. This is all all organic, um, organically um, achieved numbers that we're talking about here. I think the content speaks for itself, doesn't it, Maurice? Especially to the people of Jamaica. Um, I think yet yeah, natively, it's, it it's going to excel. It's going to do really well. Um, and I'm glad it to is, see absolutely. you guys using social media as a tool as well. And and for the benefits of of getting feedback from your viewers as well, and and seeing comments. Um, and seeing what they think of the, the events and oh that is that is crazy especially during our, like our parliament sessions yep. you should see our, our programming feed i know you're a couple of hours ahead of me our next parliament session is actually at 1400 hours local time today yeah it's a little bit lighter on for us but yeah 100 percent. i, I, I want to check it out i want to see what, what's going on there right if you have a chance i'll actually say i'll actually send you the i'll actually yes. send you the youtube link yeah, please do, so yeah. you can actually take a look and, and see the kind of activity that goes on yep. during one of those live sessions because often sometimes it's negative comments come through but for the most part it's constructive it's positive <laughs> but it's good because the people are getting yes, their voice absolutely. out isn't it it's, it's just good because the people are getting their yes voice it is out. it is it is so maurice this is a question we, we ask at the end of every podcast um and, and it can come across a little bit tricky in one word what do you see as the future for the broadcasting and media industry engagement engagement love it engagement more and more Everyone that has a device is no is not their own broadcaster. Everybody has as a TikTok, has a, a um, as, as their own YouTube channel, as has something, and they're all getting their content out there. And what you're finding is that the idea of interactivity is is actually what's happening. People want to get the responses. People want to to get the feedback, whatever that is, and that 
the those persons who can engage that market and who can really look into that space and be able to to actually use that space are going to be the ones that are going to come out ahead in the market i completely agree maurice i think that's a great well just choice of word engagement yeah i love it um and it's something that now yeah broadcasting has been is now more accessible than it's ever been before yes and whether that's you just uploading to youtube doing a live stream on youtube um, and i think it's great to see you know some uh the startups the independents and the established broadcasters coming together on platforms you know like youtube and, and social media to expand their reach i think it's absolutely brilliant that's right so marisa just some ending talking points um are there any exciting projects in the pop line for pbc jamaica that you can talk to us about two exciting things for me is that i'm looking forward to digital switchover when that happens is it is it a, a very gradual ongoing thing or, or is there kind of like a set date when you know that there's going to be a i'm waiting on i'm waiting on some some announcements by the government on that respect um we should be hearing something very soon in a normal that's a two to three year process once the announcement is made um, so I'm looking forward to that so that we can reach more people. Yes, 100%. Um, the other thing is that I'm excited about a project that we're doing right now, which would which will see PBCJ partnering with the Ministry of Education and several other partners to provide a 24-7 um, educational channel. And um, this will allow for educational content, both live and recorded content, to be broadcast um, through our current channels, as well as across the internet um, to our partners across the island. So that will, so it won't be just join us for this one hour. You'll be able to, you'll be able to plan and schedule and go on and actually see the content, get the content and so on. So that's another exciting thing that, that I'm really looking forward to um, happening, uh, happening this year, happening in a couple of months. Oh, brilliant. Um, if all goes well. Yep. Sounds really good, Maurice. Right, and, that, and that's part of our contribution and response to the um, the the, um, the education within the context of of COVID of COVID nineteen. Yes, it's very, it's really a hot topic at the moment, isn't it? It's very important that um, yeah, with say schools closed and classrooms closed, um, it's really important yes. that we get that education out there in some other form. And uh, what better way than than through TV? Definitely. So, how can people get in touch with with you and PBC Jamaica if they want to find out more about anything you guys are up to? Okay, well, if you want to get in touch with us at PBC Jamaica, our website is www.pbcjamaica.org. You can find some useful information about us, how we were established, what we do, links to some of our videos. Of course, you can always email us at info at pbcjamaica.org. That's info at pbcjamaica.org. Or you can call us right here in Jamaica at 876 665-7225, We are on social media. So if you go to YouTube, just search for PBC Jamaica, one word. Same thing on Facebook and also on Instagram. Oh, I'll definitely be tuning in for the uh, the Parliament uh, scheduled for later tonight, Maurice. I'll, definitely. I'll see what it's all about. That's right. <laughs> Sounds really good. So, so Maurice, thanks so much for coming on and speaking to us today. It's been it's been really great. Really appreciate it. On behalf of the PBCJ team, all of us here, we thank you for the opportunity to come on this podcast and we look forward to greater things in the future. Of course. I'll speak to you soon then, Maurice. All right, thanks, Ian. Have a great one.